0: what's up guys and welcome to the huddle where we come to you every Tuesday to talk about maintaining forward progress in your flooring career as usual but live i got jose and daniel from preferred flooring in michigan we're coming to you live from cfi convention so we thought we'd come chat it up we had a episode a few weeks ago about the importance of coming to some of this Living what we speak, uh, so, we're so, all here. So they know we're
1: not messing around, right? We yeah. we come to these things, we network, and we get to know uh, a lot of like-minded people that are that are in the industry. And uh, I was actually just over here in uh, hands-on. a hands-on class that I had to to ditch the person that I was helping to <laughs> come, come out here. <laughs> And I wouldn't apologize real quick. She she said she's okay with it. Forgiven.
2: Yeah, anything can happen, anything can happen. People are gonna be uh, exiting the class here pretty soon. Uh, maybe maybe somebody will stop by there, and
1: there's, say hi. Yeah, there's just been a lot of information here already today, and uh, they were running a little bit behind schedule, which is why I, was, I had to run out of there and come
0: out here to, to talk to you guys. Yeah, so. The basis of today is just to come live. Hopefully some people come through after the classes. There's a lot of courses and a uh, resilient class. There's a hand sewing class right down the down the hall here. So if they get out in time, they can come join us at the podcast. But what we really feel is important to understand is that actually getting here. Uh, Mike just dropped by, hopefully he comes back by, but he, he said this is his rejuvenation. And that this is time to like, recharge so a lot of us you know a lot of the talk earlier was about uh in the other episode about getting to convention and getting to you know the trade shows is all about knowledge and networking but some people come to recharge and be around other flooring guys just kind of bouncing stuff it doesn't even have to be technical we just enjoy each other's company we have common ground to talk about so that's one of the biggest reasons to come so just
1: to, to put it in perspective, when when we got here, right? He he was he got here before me and then I got here with uh Crystal and then we we walk up to people and then you go to shake a hand and they just they push it away. It's it's a give hug, me a hug. hug, give me a hug, man. It's been yeah. so long since I've seen you. We're like family. Uh that's that's how you're treated here and it's it's awesome because you know it's like forget your handshake. <laughs> come
2: give me a hug. <laughs> oh, Miss bring you it in. In. Yeah is always available by phone call, email, or, you know, social network, and when you're reaching out to all these individuals, you, you are still maintaining a relationship, but it's, it's totally different to have that, um, that virtual relationship versus the in-person, right, the in-person is a different experience, you get to put a face to it, you get to put a reaction to it, it's real, it's real lifetime, real emotion, you right? uh, know, person to person, I mean, you just can't ever beat that kind of interaction.
0: Yeah, hell, I've seen Dwayne Pruitt, He lives in Wichita, I see him here, so, I mean, I don't see him hardly ever, he's in my hometown, I mean, sometimes it gets so busy, you just need a few days away, go hang out with some people, have the, like I said, the common ground, you will end up working through some problems with one another, I mean, that's already happening, I got here really late, I literally flew in, jumped in, got the rental, got set up, and here we are, you know, right, I, I think I just seen you what 15 minutes ago for the first time, and <laughs> yeah. we're
1: like, hey, let's set this up, let's start talking. Yeah, yeah. so we're gonna be here every Tuesday, guys.
2: So, not here, but we're
0: gonna be in the hotel. True. <laughs> so every Tuesday, three o'clock central, four o'clock Eastern. You can do the other math, but come join us. This is gonna be a short episode. I am hoping to get some guests on, but yeah. uh, the the whole real purpose of this is training. So they are doing some pretty significant training down the hall. My biggest ploy to everybody is come to convention. Come join us next year. Come hang out with us. I seen, seen, uh,
3: here we go. Hey, here goes.
0: Hey
4: guys.
0: I hey. have a seat right oh,
4: here. Man, I, I thought i would be, my first podcast would be like, I don't know, a <laughs> guy talking sports or something. But uh thank you for uh letting me sit down with you guys. Awesome. Chris, yeah, Chris McKee. Paul Stewart. Paul, nice to meet you.
2: Hey Daniel, pleasure.
4: Nice Nice
0: to meet you, guys. Chris is the
4: new president. New president of CFI, yes. Tell us a little
0: bit about you, Chris. Uh
4: well, I have been in the flooring business for 32 years. Uh it's the only career I've ever had. i started off in manufacturing.
2: Uh, on accident too, probably, right? I'm sorry? You started on accident too, right? In the you want
4: to know the truth? <laughs> Do we have a time limit? Okay, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a two-minute story, but yeah. this is the absolute truth. People that know me know this story well. So uh, my, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, went to college at Georgia Tech. Uh, my uh, college, high school sweetheart was a year older than me, and she went to college in Ohio. And, uh, you know, we stayed together all through college. And she graduated obviously a year ahead of me and got this amazing job at Center in New York City. So I'm getting ready to graduate from tech and I have to find a company that wants to hire somebody that you know, will, will send, be sent to New York City. And uh, a, my old, uh, uh, one of my old mentors sent me a letter saying, hey, if you're interested in a good company, contact Shaw Industries, contact this guy at Shaw. And I contacted him and I said, well, I'm really looking for a job in New York City. And he said, we always need sales guys in New York City. So I signed on with Shaw and started January 8th, uh, 1990, and uh, entered their uh, training program at Shaw. And that put me in, New York, or in Dalton for four and a half months of training, right? Extensive training. Start mm-hmm. off in a manufacturing plant. You do sales training, product knowledge, field travels, all this stuff. And After four and a half months, I moved to Manhattan to be with my girlfriend, and life's great. And three weeks later, we went to lunch. She told me she thought I was never going to amount to anything, she dumped me, and that was I've been in the industry for 31 years ever since. So, uh, I'll show her,
2: yeah, I'll show her.
4: You think I'm I'm money driven, I'm revenge driven, (laughs) but uh, yeah, so that's how I got into the flooring business. Uh, I spent about 11 years in manufacturing, about six plus years with the Home Depot, Okay. Uh, started with the Home Depot and business development and then became their general manager of installed services for decor categories. Mm-hmm. So I managed all the installations for uh, flooring, countertops, uh, interior, exterior painting, garage coating, and uh, window treatments. And uh, after about six years of doing that, I decided it'd be fun to go out on my own and I started my own workroom. And uh, started a workroom, uh, uh, named it National Installation Solutions, Inc. You know, it's a very funny story about that. And I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to start a company. <laughs> and y- 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 your name means a lot. So mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. you, you got I, I to, want, I want them to think that I'm big. So I said, national. Good news. And, yeah, and <laughs> G- I wanted to be agnostic. So I don't want anything in their flooring because I was just starting off, if you asked me to install a garage door, I'd do it. So I just said installations. And then with my experience of five or six years, I had all these uh, uh, relationships and I thought I'd use a lot of my relationships to help me fulfill. So I'd start this partner network. So I said, National Installation Partners. And then I wanted to tell them, you know, I'm gonna solve your problems. So I'm gonna call it National Installation Partner Solutions. I said, That's perfect. Start playing around with the name, doing Nacrum like Naps, nips. nips. I said people are gonna think I own a strip club, <laughs> so
2: I changed it. That's a true story. I might go. Yeah, exactly.
4: So oh uh, I changed it to National Installation Solutions Inc. and uh, had that business for eleven years. Uh, we were primary primarily B two B. So we did a lot of pro uh, fulfillment for any kind of pro contracts that the Home Depot would get. Okay, uh, that's how I started, and then uh, the mortgage crisis hit, right? Yeah, and so I started doing work for REITs who were buying up a lot of houses, and started doing work uh, for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and what turned into part of Atlanta, turned into part of Georgia, turned into Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and so we grew. And then my the last three years before um, we moved on with the company, we um, started fulfill for that uh, we were the biggest uh, fulfiller for uh, Empire Today in the southeast. So that's kind of my history in that, and then uh, decided to take an advantage of an opportunity to move that business somewhere else and uh for the last five years i've done board work and contract work for cca and for some manufacturers awesome then i saw this opportunity
0: well congrats so how long have you been with cfi now Uh,
4: i joined cfi may 15th of this year
0: and it isn't
2: official until right now because he just made the
1: announcement here So, until you're on this podcast you mean nothing you right. heard it right. now. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. The, exactly. the emails and stuff that we got, no. No. nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. This is the only validation the industry has. You heard it here no. yeah. first dish. Uh, I really enjoyed your your welcome speech earlier. Oh, thank you. So uh, I appreciate that. That actually um, was broadcast as well, just because you know we we want to kind of show people. Um, why why you come to this these kind of things
4: well there's a problem with that because you broadcast without my rights i mean look at this I'm yes. a tiktok star <laughs> i mean come on i need that. royalties I, mean, I need royalties <laughs> okay <laughs> you yeah watch. i know that's why i'm that's always so looking this way yeah. well, we'll talk
1: to john McHale about that he's the one that gave me so. <laughs> <laughs> well no
4: i i'm actually thrilled that you did because i hope people out there who aren't here can see the the excitement that is here and why they should not just be a member of CFI but participate. Yeah, and, yeah, and 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 that's there. been that's our, the, the biggest is,
1: thing we're yeah. we're trying to talk about. It's So a lot of people have the mindset of why am I going to go here when it's not going to benefit
0: me? But those are the people that don't go to well, these. Well, they're looking there. at direct benefit, right? right? They're saying I I give this effort and I make I get this for it really in investing you have to have a longer term yeah. view of it well so
4: so there there's two things right there when it comes to turning your money or turning your investment in or your capital right human capital or, time, or, yeah. or, or, or social, uh, capital. social capital well you know just just let's just say capital money there's two ways to do it long term is investing that's you understand that you put a certain amount of capital, human capital, sweat equity into something, knowing that down the road you're going to put yourself in a position to make more back. And the, the other way is to put your money somewhere where you get instant return, and that's called Vegas. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, and and, and those casinos weren't built on winners, right? right. So, no. When 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 I look at an event like uh, what we're doing here at CFI, there's there's really multiple things that you can get if you you come here number one you got to be a member if, you, if you're in this trade you, you got to become a member of cfi I,
0: I don't know if your entire audience are members I, I i would reckon to say no not the entire audience but what i'd say is um a lot of the people who comment and participate are cfi yeah, yeah.
4: so you know if you if you look in our industry i mean we've got roughly what eleven thousand retailers out there I don't know that nobody knows the exact number and who to listen to, number of installers out there, whether it's 150,000 or 550,000, but there's a lot of people that install floors. And, you know, just like everything else in life that you do, whether it's trying to make your high school football team or trying to get a date to the prom or trying to get a a better job, you got to find something to differentiate yourself. And the first step in differentiation in a pro trade like flooring installation is becoming a member of CFI right off the bat, it tells your audience that you care enough to be part of a professional organization yeah. that, and that, that you want to be different. The, the second thing is getting certified. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. you get certified and, and what you're telling the industry and the community that you deal with is you understand the value of investing in yourself <laughs> to improve the, the quality of um, of the product that you offer. And these are really great guys helping me over here. <laughs> uh, thank you. And then, then. Watching then, you yeah. talk
1: on their phone. Wow. <laughs>
4: yeah. And so, lastly, uh, and, and what I say about attending events like this, is, you know, there, you, we offer training, right? We offer classes, we offer exposure to vendors. And we offer camaraderie, but the camaraderie isn't just about having a good time. It's talking to people that have more experience than you. Like we've got Roland off camera here, who's one hundred and thirty-two years old. He's no, been that's one hundred and
1: thirty-two years in the industry. Industry. <laughs> that's right. You are one hundred and fifty.
4: And so, but I mean, if you're if you're five years into the career sitting down and having coffee with this guy for a half an hour is is going to advance you in the um, intangible aspects of running a a flooring business which which you are as an individual uh, your own business uh and secondly if you're five years in and you come here and you meet someone who's one year in you're going to help them right and that's the community aspect of it that you can only get by attending
1: Right. You you really touched on something that we've been kind of preaching too. It's not only are you here to try and gain some benefit yourself, you're here to to, yeah, you're here to give back. You you have the you have knowledge that other people don't have as well. So why don't you share that so that way it's not locked all inside, right? Absolutely.
4: And you know, one thing that you heard me say today, and other people have heard me say, is the worst thing that we can do as an organization, the worst thing we can do as individuals in, in this industry is from an industry perspective, if we are irrelevant, right? And irrelevant means people don't know what you're doing other than your actions. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we, but, but, but when we consolidate and we can get together and create a bigger movement, then we can start pulling the industry with us. Yeah. So, you know, for, for, for years, you know, we've been about pushing our members into the industry. What we need to do is, you know, understand what's important to our other stakeholders and create an opportunity or a situation or environment where the industry wants to pull us towards them. Mm And they say, okay, I get it. Right, these guys are, and gals have the right idea, the right approach, they they got a plan, they know what they want to offer the industry and the industry sees value and says come to us. Well, yes. one of the
0: things that I think CFI does well uh, is in my opinion, what the, uh, what what we have to do. The The biggest problem that could happen is we got a lot of say 50 to the average age being around 55 for being solid. up to 150 up to 100 <laughs> yeah. yeah the biggest sin we could create is to not get the knowledge out of their head into it's just a waste. the way it's 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 why and this you, is their opportunity to do it and your opportunity to come and learn from people who have done it as long as wrong. Well, j- yeah. If you just put it in a
4: personal note that anybody can understand, that's why we should encourage young kids to sit down and spend time talking mm-hmm. to older people. You know, their grandparents, yeah. you go volunteer at Old yeah. Folk Home, because there's knowledge and wisdom that you can't learn in a
1: book. Right. And that, that's really conveyed. Um, I talked to Zach Stacy. He did the installation competition mm-hmm. over here. They had the regionals. And he was like, man, they're like just watching these guys that have been doing this for 40 years was worth just coming here, even if Absolutely. I don't get a spot. Just just to see yep. the way that their hand skills are and the way that they do things was worth the investment because now I've got new tricks in my back pocket. Yeah, and that's just coming.
0: Zach's a phenomenal install. He is. He's, He's a young guy. He's very good. I know him pretty well. And coming to this stuff, his boss, who I know very well, <laughs> has made sure he comes to to convention. He brings yeah. his guys. I mean, it's
4: and, then, and don't forget, there's the then there's the just the purely personal standpoint. Feeling good about yourself, feeling pride, competition, camaraderie. They, those are things that you only get by being here in person. Yeah. And you know, we had a great turnout this year, uh, bigger than last year. Awesome. Uh, but as I said in the room, uh, if you were there when I was talking. You know, this In three years, this this room needs to be five times bigger, yeah. and it needs to include, it can be. and it, it, can need, be. it needs to be, because we, if we're going to move the needle, we've got to move the needle, right? I mean, you know, we've got a small percentage participating right now, not a membership, but we have a small percentage in the industry, and we want to make an impact because we need to make changes to make the fulfillment industry or fulfillment side of our industry better. And, but you're gonna see next year, I'm hoping we have a hundred retailers in here, Yeah. right? A hundred retailers who show up and become members of CFI in a different form and they show up and by showing up, they're saying, I recognize the value of a CFI installer. The right? lot
2: of information that is here and at everyone's fingertips is ridiculous. Um, whether it's hand skills or like you said earlier, the information that you could use to, to help uh, raise your business to the next level. Absolutely. Uh, the there's so, there's social capital I mean, that is here just to, just to help an individual well, realize yeah. that there's more to it.
4: Ab- in, I mean, just think about this. In, in less than 15 minutes, we start a class with an insurance specialist who, who's here. How often do people get to talk to somebody who's not trying to sell them a product, but is trying to educate, educate them, on them on something the that yes. isn't part of their trade but is absolutely yes. necessary? Um, we also have a, a session with a top-notch attorney, our attorney, yeah. who's going to send down and talk to them about how to face the legal challenges being an independent contractor. So it's it's a really and, great. And opportunity. That's
2: something that might not be talked about in your day-to-day, right? Like Never. someone who's you're a gonna, sole proprietor might not even think about that because they're really leaning on the person giving them the work to take care of all the, the, the legal documents. And they're if, just...
4: Well, and if you have legal questions uh, on your own, you're going to pay 500 bucks an hour, yeah. right? And instead, you're here getting it for free. So, uh, and, and somebody who's just dedicated
0: to answering your questions. So, yeah,
4: well, please thanks come. For Absolutely. Us yeah, thanks for nice
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, nice. I got one last question for you. Yes. Maybe putting you on the spot a little bit. With okay. just being here since uh, being in the position since May, but what is your initial vision for kind of how the the ship for CFI is uh, sailing? Like, okay, where, so where do you see it going in the next?
4: So year, it, you know, it, you know, as I said to the general session today, it's not it's you know it's not about change; it's about growth. It's about evolution, right? The we need to grow and we need to evolve. So change means there's something that we're doing today that we don't want to do anymore. Well, we are we are a great certification company or organization. What we need to do is expand, grow, and evolve so that we become a excellent training organization. So we we offer training without certification, right? Because it, it's a career path, right? But but we we you know the industry has to realize we're not just fighting to get a young person. To choose to do this instead of working mm-hmm. in the auto trade or in the, you know, the framing industry or painting. And we're competing against Amazon and Walmart and, oh, yeah. and Target and Costco. Amen. I mean, you know, where I live in Georgia. A 17-year-old kid could graduate high school and start at $18.50 an hour minimum wage with full benefits at Costco, mm-hmm. right? So, so we need to be able to get that person so you know, we can get them working right away and earning a good living. might not be certification, but it's a training so that they can start to work. And then after you know, they work for a little while and say, wait a minute, I can invest a little bit more of my time, effort, and money and get a level one certification, And that will present them more, you know, get them further along in their career and then level two and level three. So as we look forward to CFI evolving, uh, I think we got to continue to be the absolute superior certification company in the industry. We also have to uh, do a great job of providing entry level uh, training. And then last but not least is we have to work on the connectivity with the industry. And, And that's the biggest part. And it truly is the biggest part because without the industry recognizing the value in CFI, then it will never be able to be what it really is. And we're gonna do that by really taking a hard look at our four stakeholders in the industry, which are manufacturers, resellers, installation professionals and consumers, right? And then you have to understand what value uh, is there, but how do they each one of those four stakeholders you know, look at their own value proposition or or what they're looking for in a value proposition, then we need to make sure that CFI is meeting the needs of those Mm -hmm. values and we got to map it. And that's kind of our our vision and uh, our strategy. And then as we turn that into a strategy, uh, then it becomes a plan. And, And that's the most important thing going forward to now with CFI is we've got to have really solid structured plans and processes yeah. so we know that we're heading in the right direction and we can ask our great volunteers to help us get there and not just throw them out there and say go train people yeah right? so it's, it's wow. not
2: just a certification um it's more of an educational platform And, and,
4: and, 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 and but, but don't don't course. miss the connectivity yeah right you got to get the connectivity because that's what's going to determine whether we really make a difference because right now, we've got to take the use the connectivity to take the industry to say, I get it. Well, well we, we have, have to open
0: things. back up the gap. So <clears throat> I read an article about what we were talking about just a few moments ago about retail. Mm-hmm. The gap in pay has always been pretty substantial between skilled labor and retail. Retail can move a little bit faster because most retail is, um, uh, you know. You mean retail flooring? Just retail. Uh, employment. Oh, Costco, retail employment. Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. Stuff, they can move so fast because they're huge companies. They raise their price. They mm-hmm. get a little hit on their stock, whatever. Not a. We as a, and I'm talking not just flooring, but skilled labor in general, move slower in that um, escalation of wages. So that's another key factor. I think we all need to be aware of is we need to open that gap back up where your entry level guy going to Costco is um, you know because we used to hire guys at 15 bucks an hour now you got to hire them at 22 bucks an hour mm-hmm. and they may yes. not know much right right, right. because you got to open that gap they for them to work hard in a skilled trade it has to have more value to them but we have to give them a it, it, it's got to be defined
4: right it's got to be defined and, and clearly lay out right if i if i walk into a home depot or if i'm and i not talking as an installer right i'm just Mm -hmm. talking about working retail if i walk into a home depot or a a a costco or a target and apply for a job and get accepted you can say all right i'm starting at minimum wage but they have a they have a very well thought out out hr program that says if you do this you, you can that. qualify for a senior associate, then a department mm-hmm. head, and then an assistant manager, and then a store manager, and then a district manager. And you know what? The, these companies are filled with stories of kids that started at 16, and mm-hmm. the next thing you know, you know, 20 years later they're running the company. Mm-hmm. And those are real stories. We we have to build the same path. So that's start rounding you, out right. your grounding you out your vision. Absolutely. Right there. Absolutely. That's what so th- that's that's what we want to create. And it, it begins by having the strategy, and the plan, and the processes.
0: Well, we wish and, you the very best because you got a heck of a road ahead of you. Yeah, we do, and we we're did. we're here to help you guys out too. Well, that, I appreciate that, that. that's
4: <laughs> why we're all here. I appreciate it. Well, why don't you shut down the damn podcast and let's get to work. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> hey, nice that's meeting so you guys. Thanks, thanks.
5: thanks appreciate for it. Yeah, yeah.
4: Absolutely. I'll talk to you
0: soon. Awesome. Bye bye. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Non scripted. Non scripted.
0: Yeah. So.
1: We're gonna. We got? We're, we got Paul Trainer coming in right now. He'll. will uh, tell you a little bit about himself. Hi.
3: Hi, hey, man. I'm Paul. Hey, Paul I'm Hi, Paul. I'm Paul. I've never met you guys before.
1: Right? <laughs> so, so we met Paul 2020 mm-hmm. over at Surfaces, mm-hmm. and have been communicating with him ever since. He's starting with
3: the competition. Starting with the competition. He's speaking virtually in person. Yeah. It's made, it's Tell made, made us about
1: yourself a right. little bit. Oh, are we, yes. we are live.
3: We are live.
6: Oh, I wish I would have that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we Redo.
4: <God>, <laughs> oh, you didn't know this was alive, did no.
3: you? No. <laughs> <laughs> look at us. Look at the camera. There we are. Hey. <laughs> oh man them in my mouth and all? Okay, it's good. I
2: yeah, he's chewing. We're, too. We're just,
3: yeah, yeah. I I would have. I was thinking. No, oh, I'll have a second No, this is this is
2: real. And, this is real. So everyone knows who you are, right? This is real reaction, real
3: time. All
2: right. Um, there, ahead, there's all there's, all there's right. no hiding it, and, and this is what resonates okay. with with
3: anyone who who's tuning in. They
1: they want to see the real stuff. So just let us know about you.
3: Yeah. Well, all right, you got the real me. My name is Paul Trainer. I work with informal markets. I work on the international surface event. Most everyone knows it as surfaces, if you are a stone fabricator or a stone quarry, you know us for Stone Expo. And if you're on the tile installation or the sundry side, you probably know us from Tile Expo. Yeah. And the show's been on since around 1990, 1991. I started my career there where, when it was owned by WFCA, I was trade show coordinator. They sold the show in 2000 to Emily Wood. And it was like a buy one, get one free package, buy the show, you get the trade show coordinator free. <laughs> <laughs> I went off with them, moved to Dallas and stayed in Dallas for 15 years and worked on Surfaces for another four years before I transitioned off onto other new shows that were coming into the into the company and taking care of those and then transitioned back, coming back to about 2017. And I was working like on- That's when you rejoined Surfaces. I rejoined Surfaces in 2018, okay. um, worked on another one of our events in the Los Angeles area for about two years before we sold it again, and that put me right back into Surfaces, so one big circle. Well, I, career. I, I, and all oh, <laughs> I,
1: I 100% know that they're lucky to have you because I love talking with you, you're, yeah. you're super awesome Thank to you. work with. And I, I appreciate everything that you've been doing. It, it's not gone unnoticed. And, well, and you,
2: you've watched—you've uh, watched a lot of installers, including uh, Daniel, maybe myself mm-hmm. a little bit—transition mm-hmm. from when we were first introduced to the events to where where everyone sits now, right? Like you've seen more action than we have. We're still fairly new. We're considered new. Mm-hmm. Um, but what kind of transitions have you seen? and effects for installers and individuals, companies, stores. So let me set this up
0: just a bit. A few, a few podcasts ago, we were talking about the importance of getting to convention, obviously, but also like the other trade shows, getting mm-hmm. from the installer standpoint. Um, some of them are not as well attended for installers. So we're trying to encourage them to, to yeah. get to services, get to coverings, get to you know convention. So... A little. I think that's kind of what we're we're driving at mm-hmm. here is mm-hmm. what type of transitions maybe have you seen from people coming to shows and getting more involved and then just really loving this thing.
3: I didn't know there was any other shows besides Tice. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about these other shows. Tell me um, about this. Yeah. Uh, the transition has come fairly frequently. Um, I would say up until oh I'd probably say five six maybe seven eight years ago you could see almost all and not just in sculpture everyone was siloed I and mean, if you were carpet you were carpet if you were tile you were tile there was no blending there was no cross merging between anyone very much. Later, and very recently, you started seeing a little bit more openness and in, in talking amongst each other, uh, I think CFI and installers are a little more open to a retailers by and far, especially in the times in the early times when I was working on surfaces from 1997 to 2004 retailers. We would know each other and would be friendly, maybe in their communities, but they would not share secrets. There was no, there, Everything was a secret, everything was a trade idea, and you didn't want to share because you didn't want a competition to get a leg up. Whereas installers, 100%, I, I've always seen where installers share their ideas and share their discoveries and strategies to run a better business, quicker techniques, mm-hmm. better practices. We love sharing uh, that stuff. They <laughs> do. And the retailers were just sitting here like this, guarding it right very, very tightly.
1: Even if you go back to when I competed in 2020, um my competitor, Mike, he actually I looked at his and I was like, How did you do that? Right. And then he, he had no issues with saying, This is how I did it. This is where you can find some information on it. That way, you know. I, some of his stuff 100% look better than mine. And you know he, he's got that experience and the knowledge to know where to look for things. And then just him expanding on that and letting me know taught me, all right, this is where I can find information. Anytime anyone else has a question, I can point them in that direction as well.
3: Run and and to roll it back to your point, where do you, it all rolls back into events because now going back to your surfaces much more deeply. I haven't come back to Informa. Um, Retailers are more open. Installers are definitely more open. Everyone's sharing the information. Everyone is now talking. And I believe that it is the trade shows, conferences, events, that that information is all shared and everyone can kind of sit down on an even playing field and talk about what's working, what's not, and- figuring out that together the rise, well, we don't have yeah. to protect our piece of the pie. It does seem like uh,
0: the shows are kind of like open, more open arms to installers yes. now too. You see, I mean, this last year i seen way more than in the past and it's like they're welcomed more. I If, if you talk to an installer 10 years ago, they, one, probably didn't even know about any of the shows but if they did they thought it was only for the manufacturers to go make deals with some, some distributors or something like that. And, that. and that business happens there and that's great. But this open arm in the installation competition and all that really seems like it's brought in more of the installer um, community. And to me, that's really important because those guys understanding one of the best things I ever did is went and seen how carpet was made. When I went to the mill, it mm-hmm. was, it was eye opening. Huh. Uh, so just being involved where those opportunities come up and, and being involved in um, TICE and getting to the, that show, getting here to convention, um, I think it's a, it can really kind of, maybe not quantum leap, that might be a big word to use right okay. there, but elevate your, your chance for success as an installer, you know, like,
3: well, that, that, that's what it's, it's, it's all about, yeah, <laughs> it's all about yeah. yeah. It is true. Um, I recognize too, for many companies, especially independent contractors, but most installers are independent contractors, unless you have the luxury of maybe a retailer who's willing to pony up the money and send you out to an event, that's money out of your pocket. One, you're going to have to pay registration fees, you're going to have to pay hotel, plus the time away from your business Mm -hmm. and all of that, especially time away from the business and not being able to do jobs is money right out of your pocket. Yeah, it's so a true investment. It's an investment. It yeah. really is, but it will pay pay dividends with the connections you make and the opportunities that can grow. Um, first time I ever met Dan, I would never have imagined that eventually he's going to be speaking for me in the yeah. programs. Yeah, um, and, I mean, but it all makes sense. It takes those connections, and I may not be able to find you if you if anyone's staying home and you got to shoot, you exactly. shoot your shot. You got to shoot your shot.
0: Yeah, so get to convention, guys. I mean. Get here, get to Tice. Tice, by the way, is awesome. I've been Thank going you. for many years. Yeah. I've always enjoyed the show, and you guys do a wonderful job putting that Thank on. You. So uh, it's bigger and it's... better in
3: 2023. Hey, yeah, not a let everyone know the date. Uh, January 30. January 30th through February 2nd uh, is the entire show program stay uh, with our pre-show day and then the three days of the show.
0: Yeah, come this year. You got six months to plan. Let's do it. Paul's going to be waiting for you. Both (laughs) both Pauls are going to be waiting (laughs) for you. The the Pauls will be there and we will be looking for you. Well, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate the time and getting to know you a little bit and I'll definitely uh look 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 for you at uh, services this yeah year. see you around awesome all right
1: thank Thanks. you Thanks. nice always talk with you guys yeah. see you around right, guys. always a pleasure bye i think we need to get this guy over here 100, rolling uh, 150 year old guy over here right
0: you got to grab his cane hold on getting a walker
3: <laughs>
6: <gasps> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> what's going on man How you doing, buddy? good to How's see going, you brother yeah. So
1: Rollin participates uh, when we're we're not together. So it's
0: fun having him here when we are together too. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah we've good,
6: good program guys. Thank you. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah. these guys are awesome. Yeah. It's great to get on and chat with everybody and just yeah. have good, meaningful conversations. That's what it's about.
6: It's about educating the industry, about getting together as a, as installers and, and people. You know.
0: Tell us a bit about you, because you do some pretty interesting work.
6: Well, you know. Or tell, tell, tell I mean, for the the audience that doesn't know. Well, you know, tell us a little bit about well, you know, I have a a little retail shop in Frederick, Maryland. I was, of course, starting industry as a you know subcontractor for a lot of years, and I still still get out there doing it. Uh, but I have a little retail shop. And uh but yet, I, I get out, I do inspections for manufacturers, I uh, teach and train it with CFI and NFIC, and anybody else will let me teach it, you know? Because <laughs> I believe in education. Uh,
0: well, and giving it your
6: knowledge is really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's got uh, a lot of information. In yeah, I try. Yeah, I try. <laughs> you know, my daughter, my, my oldest daughter, she's a CFO for, for a company out in Oregon. And uh, she was home one day, and she was looking through my portfolio. I have a portfolio, and she looked at me. and She says, "Dad, you how many years of college it would take for somebody to get this portfolio, you know." And and and, and I looked at her, and she says, "Yeah." And I said, well, you know, I, "I guess that's my college, you know." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what you know. I have guys ask me today, they they you know. They'll say, "What do you mean you're going to go to this training, or go to the convention, or go to a certification, or go?" And I go, "Listen, none of us know it all, and so you know I'm going to go to it because I want to know everything I can for the industry, and whether it be a a a a seminar for a salesperson, you know, I want to know all aspects of the industry." Whether it be one for the manufacturer, whether it be one for you know a, a training or, or for a new product out there. Well, you, I mean, just you just spoke about um,
0: being an inspector, doing inspections. Do you think that would be um, it? It would be a good practice for installers to uh, get an inspection uh, certificate. You know, to get trained well, as an inspector. Well, I, I think. I,
6: I think... You know, I didn't think about that aspect of it till towards the end of my more end of my career. Because, you know, fortunately for me, you know, the Lord has been good to me and my body is still in, you know, for 134 years old. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that I'm great, you know, I'm, I'm still walking up right. Yeah. You know, and can still hold, hold up to these younger guys on, on job site, <laughs> you know, and but you got to look at the future. And looking at the future, you know, you, you, you're to where you get to the point that you want to get off your knees because mm-hmm. you got to look at that, yep. you know, and so looking at the future inspections is one of those features, you know. Uh, Going to work for a manufacturer is one of those futures. Going, going into a dealer and working into sales is one of those futures. So to have that future, you've got to be open to look at that, at, at, that, at that when you're looking at it. So if you don't want to travel around and be a tech for a manufacturer or something like that, and you want to stay local because you have family and, and all that, then you want to get with a dealer or look or learn that aspect of it. And, and and that's what I did in, in nineteen ninety five middle of ninety five, you know I thought, you know I, I, I you know I'm pretty well versed in in into where I, I'm at my location in my installation, as far as you know i had a had a good 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 uh, contracts, I was making a good living with it and everything else. but now I want to learn more. And to learn more was going in and learning the other aspects. Mm-hmm. Learning, learning, you know, I started going to sales seminars. I, going, I actually went to the junior college and took some customer service courses, you know. Yeah, it's investing in yourself. Right, I mean. and, and so I wanted to learn that in, so I would have it more, I was more versatile, more valuable. And, and as an installer, you can start looking at that, and you can and, and going to. You were talking earlier with with, with Paul, going to the Texas, going mm-hmm. to the NWFA, going to coverings, you know, going going to the CFI convention, you know, that all is part of that package, of of making you more rounded and valuable. And so, as far as an inspection, that's another avenue that you can go into. Well,
0: and I would think that it also. Helps an installer to understand sure what inspectors yeah. look for. Correct. Because what you when it you sucks. go through training, you say you're new and you're learning. We'll just use carpet. Say you're learning carpet, and you, you kind of get your feet wet. And say two years down the road, you're installing on and. and it's valuable to understand sure. what, on the other side, what the manufacturer sees as the most important pieces of, of that puzzle. installation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I see that getting uh, certified as an inspector, even if you don't use it right away, mm-hmm. is valuable knowledge for you to put the final pieces of the puzzle yeah. together and say, you know what, I know they look for
6: seam yeah. seal well, on the Well, you become or, a better installer? Well, it, it, it helps you know and know what to do, you know, because they're again talking about that. The inspection portion of what I do is small because of what else I do as far as my business and all that. But I have it there and I I keep my foot in it and do it when I want to do it. Yeah. And how often I want to do it. Who knows? You know, when I went instead of being 134 when I hit 135, I might decide to flip that around. Yeah right yeah and so
0: well you're still crazy enough now to get it to right. like these
6: restaurants right you know yeah, possible right. you know impossible. yeah you know and, and, and i do you know it, it, when i go to do those you know and, and guys like jose and and, and Ed that come and help me i don't say you get in there and do it and you go back and just drink coffee i get in there with them yeah oh, yeah, well, know so. you know <laughs> work circles around me you know so <laughs> You know, so you know, I get in there with them. I'm not asking them to come help me do this and, and put them to work and say, you know, yeah, make me look good. You know, they do, but still make me look good. You know, his, his, his sister has a, a, a video of me making a miscut. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been published yet. Been published yet. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm cutting in this piece, really. I'm cutting in this roundest pillow. And she come up with the camera and I'm looking up and you know you just think I'm and so I'm like Pshhh. and as soon as I did it you knew you know because I was looking up at her like, oh crap oh you no. only do stuff like that when someone's watching you know she was that. filming you know I'm like you know and she's sitting there filming and I'm like and I cut the one side dropped it down and I went and as soon as I went like this I went, I went out and, sit and I've got to lay this down here and she's got the camera rolling oh no <laughs> you know <laughs> no, she was filming oh yeah so, so 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 anyway so i laid it down and of course she had to come there focus on it she didn't go and focus on it after i fixed it and you couldn't see it but she focused on oh, it. Well, you got to get some collateral you know it's like really <laughs> you know so yeah so you know doing the rest of, of possible, and all that but you know <laughs> what i want to tell them, you know, talking about to the guys and we're talking to them out there is that you know never stop never stop learning
3: never Always, stop learning you know
6: all you know i mean i have lifelines and, and part of the lifelines is your network and networking is what you get here yeah is what you get at you'll know, get in get in uh and even the forums you know i mean they're lifelines and, and, and they're networking I and mean, there,
2: there's there's more opportunities that correct. can be created and generated from involving yourself in the industry correct. instead of just working on what you think you need to work on. There's more to it. You might not know yeah. yes. what else you can work on until you come to a place like this. You put yourself out there. You ask questions. You, you make sure that you, you leave yourself vulnerable, right? You yeah. Humility. Well, you know,
6: and, and you know what's nice about with you know, CFI and you know and, and other organizations is that you know I'll get a phone call so You know, I I I have this situation. You know, what what am I supposed to do? There's times I don't have the answer. Yeah. So I don't know everything. Yeah, you reach out. Right? Yeah. So fortunately for me, I go, okay, well, let me let me let me go look at my stuff. <laughs> 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 and my stuff is I hang the phone up and I call somebody and go, uh, Mr. Namba, what do I do here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and so I, you know, there's lifelines that you get with this. You know, or I'll call, you know, it was, it, let's say they called me and it, it was a piece of mohawk. Now he's engineered floors, but he used to be able to call me or something with mohawk and it's something new. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, knock and Andrew Smith. But you had that information, that yeah. person to call. It's you about know? getting to the shows, exactly.
0: getting to know those people, and then having those relationships to lean on.
6: Correct. Right? Yes.
0: Thanks, Roman. man. I appreciate you joining so us today. Man. It's been
6: a pleasure. Oh, All right. Always man. a pleasure, guys. Thanks. And thanks friend. for participating. <laughs>
0: Take, it
3: Take it easy on the hip. Take it easy on the See you, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My name is
0: Scott
5: Humphrey.
3: The industry. Right.
0: Scott, how are you doing, <laughs> sir? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, to see you. Yeah, see you again.
2: I uh, love what you guys are doing. You, you got to puff it up a little bit. This guy does 1,500 push ups a day. Man, I just At did 200, so I'm sweating like a dog. <laughs> I'll get him out of the way. 200,
5: literally. Uh, I do about five, 600 a day. You're the man. I just did a couple that's hundred. Nuts, isn't I, it? I wouldn't be finished with today, so I have to get him in tonight. Well, awesome. Welcome to uh, the huddle. Thanks. These guys. and Love what you guys are doing. This is awesome. Thanks. Platform for the Solid. We're uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And,
0: well, and they, I'm trying to encourage them to get to convention get to the different trade shows and just get involved yeah a yes. lot of a lot of the install uh, community has felt siloed over the years that I was just talking to Paul I mean you can see it at types you can yeah. see more install you can see the opening of the arms to the installation community and I think the guys this is the time when our audience needs to get to these events. Invest the time. Invest I, I know it's an investment. We all have good yes, jobs. Yes. Um, but we come to these events because we see value. I've been doing this for since I got out of high school. So all the years of experience tells me to get to these events
3: um, each yeah. year. Well, so, you learn more here
5: because you're interacting with the people that live your profession. And some of them have experience where you don't have experience. You might get that online, you might get it in a class, but you can pick it up here from word knowledge you won't get anywhere else. If, if, if there's ever a time that the installation world needs to come together, because you're right, we've, we've lived solid, maybe by accident, more than on purpose, but because we didn't have an event like this to come to. CFI has been around. The reach of CFI has never been as great as this, very this now, We got the opportunity to bring people in from all over and say, okay, let's, let's combine our voice. Because when you're out there individually crying, hey, foul, we're not getting paid enough for whatever it may be, you're one voice. When you get together with an organization like this and you cry out, they hear you. Yeah. Power it makes numbers. a big difference. Yeah.
0: Power yeah def- definitely power numbers and in uh, cross communicating between, you know, foreign companies, retailers, manufacturers. A lot of these events allow you to get, like, sit next to uh, the president of EF contractor you know or I a mean, CEO. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even properly introduce Scott. Well, yeah. Scott every, everyone knows C- who you are. Uh, no, CEO, CEO, CEO of WSCA.
5: Listen, I grew up in a 10-foot wide trainer. I will never see myself as a CEO, but I do realize the power of all of us getting together. And what you're doing, what you're creating with your career, the, the opportunity for an installer to have a platform visibility. Yeah, the, the visibility, the, the necessity for the industry to embrace what we're doing never happened. It's the reason that when I came on over with WSCA, I said, we have to have CFI under our realm. Yeah, hey, We need to combine the voices of retail, not just retail. I mean, 90% of our membership is retail, independent foreign retailers. It's also manufacturers, distributors, vendors. We get all those voices combined with the people that are on the front line reaching our customer last. Yeah. Then we can make a difference, mm-hmm. but we got to be willing. Listen, I tell people all the time it's like steering a, uh, an aircraft carrier you know, you turn the wheel, but you can't see anything happen. Yeah. And we all want the same thing, we've just got to come together, put down the silos and the walls, and say, Okay, let's tackle this. Thing.
0: Yeah, well, I see that happening more. I do too. I mean, I, I really see uh, the advancement in the communication lines, mm-hmm. your leadership live that you do every week, I believe. Yeah, every Friday is awesome. If you guys are not on the WFCA's email list get on it and the leadership line is very valuable not only that the membership
1: is free
5: yeah membership is free to you unless you're a manufacturer distributor they pay a very minimal amount but
1: it means it costs you nothing
5: right (laughs) as an an installer the membership is
1: free why not take advantage of
5: that yeah you, you got to because the resources are there there's so much you have access to on our website and there's just we, we think about what are the needs of the people that are coming to our site? What are the needs of our members? And when I left Shaw and became the CEO of the WFC, I asked myself one question. What should an association do? Well, associations exist to solve the problems of their members, right? So what's the biggest problem in our industry? Right here installation. And we had, we had tons of silos talking about it, but nobody was actually doing anything about it. Everybody was saying, it's your problem, it's your problem. And so we knew when we brought CFI under our realm, we were saying it's our problem yeah and we want all of us to address this together that's the reason when we helped to create our it was all about before the solution well i love
0: that. that i love that talking point that you bring it up uh fairly often is don't just complain mm-hmm. like get involved yeah. there's organizations uh with WSCA, cfi uh, go carrera nwfa, NWFA. 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 There's, there's all these Every organizations NWFA. That are
2: basically
0: <laughs> all the acronyms, all of them. that's available for you to get involved. And if you don't like something, your voice is more heard today yeah. than ever. As an installer, you have a better chance of making impactful change that you see necessary, but you have to come to convention, you have to get involved, become a CFI member, get if you're not certified or trained it's very simple.
2: The squeaky wheel gets the grease, right?
3: so Go get certified.
0: Yeah, we're really working with manufacturers to get
5: them to require certification for warranties or extension warranties. Taylor, by the way, is doing an amazing job. They double the length of the warranty. If you're CFI certified and mm-hmm. you use those. Uh, we hope everybody sees the common sense in that it comes on board because when we drive certification, we drive professionalism within the industry, which draws more people into it. They yeah. want more of a professional career. Because
2: they see well, the value in, in that, right? You're 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 investing your time to increase your knowledge and they see the value in that. So they understand that you are putting forth the effort to understand the science behind right. the product we're pushing out. So that's why it's I want to say easy for them to extend that warranty because they know that you're investing the time. So why not invest back into those yeah. those individuals? But those yeah, I can
0: tell you that there's large retailers. So CFI's uh, training and their weight, that it carries in our algorithm for our hammer rating oh, and cool. go Carrera yeah. is, is one of the heaviest trains, period. So That's cool. what that means is, we have we're working with several national retailers, retail chains that is, are going to be coming down the pipe as uh, full remodels of their tens of thousands of locations, and they're they're writing in their specifications. I help them write their specification to have a minimum hammer rating, so that that hammer rating is directly reflective of CFI's trainings and certifications and all that not only do, do you have the hammer rating but we count that it's also cfi you know that you know it's all in the profile so point being is this is becoming more important to retailers and the reason behind that as it was explained to me by a very large retailer is we thrive on consistency to our customers that's what they do if you're a automotive store you want the same experience for your customer in North Carolina as Sorry. New York, Sorry. whether you're eating a hamburger or buck, because the world has become very nationalized that way, yes. right? Yes. They want the same consistency that they provide when they get their construction projects done in, in our field And their customers boring. want the same consistency. And they want the consistency. And so now they're starting a very large retailer is writing in their spec for minimum hammering because they want that consistency no matter where they get their flooring installed, any of their locations all over the nation, and that comes from getting the. Go career does no training. We don't train nobody. You have to go to CFI. You got to get trained. It carries a lot of weight in our algorithm that we give that gives you your skill score and your hammer rating. But you got to get to convention. You got to get trained, and get the certifications as well. And there's going to be opportunities opening up whether. Expect that you got to be CFI trained or CFI certified. I know CTI on the CTF. Yeah. Um, I hope Heck you guys yeah. know all these. Yeah, we got to learn from the But yeah, those guys are getting specified now. This is going to mean yeah. money in your pocket as an installer, and, and that's really matters. we, uh, yeah. we, we wouldn't be
2: lying we, we said we never got a phone call because of our affiliations and our certification. Um, you know, it's been a trickle effect, right? Like, it puts your name on a list of qualified individuals or companies, and you never know when the phone is going to ring because of those connections that yeah. were made. We'll limit um, it limits your competition.
5: Correct. Only a certain number. That it, has it, it does.
2: It, what it does is it, it creates separation from you and what you consider your competition, and it, it puts you in a category all your own. And depending on... The marketing area, you might be one of three or one of 30, but you're still separated, right? You just increased your chances um, of landing a project. Right. You just increase your chances of generating that revenue, whether, whether it's on the sales or just the installation side. You, you just increased your visibility.
1: And then not only that, it's once you elevate yourself to the point to where you become one of the most knowledgeable people in your particular area, they call the other guys because they're looking for someone and yeah. then everyone will point their finger back at you. <laughs> you. And yeah. you know, we've been pretty fortunate. So that, that has well, happened. Well, what a
3: blessing that is
0: to get to that level.
3: Yeah, yeah. like getting, another- uh, Your uh, peers are referring
2: to yeah, that. Yeah, it's no longer competition at that, at that point. You are sharing the wealth and you are understanding that you as an individual have limitations, but you know what, because of the network, that we've created i know someone who can take care of me. i know a company and install yeah, it it doesn't have to be you it can be one yeah, of relationship
5: by the way again is the reason you need to be at these meetings you meet people that can be a resource for you to help solve some of the issues that are impacting your opportunity for success yeah
3: scott this i know awesome. you're very busy man thank you very head much head for draw. joining us thanks a lot it was a, a pleasure Best of anytime i can help right, right.
0: We
2: have, uh, we have recruiters right now that are seeing guys walk by. We only have
0: five minutes, guys. I would love to have more conversations. Uh, hopefully, we can get Daniel over here back to to say bye. But look, we, we've had a great time today. He's not We're happy. running out of time on this podcast. And what fun has it been? Oh, it's sis. <laughs>
2: She went to the nap. It's okay. Busy, busy.
0: So we're wrapping things up. We're running out of time. Say hi. Everybody get to convention next year. And Tice again is in January, I believe he said, yep, right? In January. Check sure. it out. And uh, thanks everybody for coming by. I didn't get to any questions. We just simply ran out of time here. Are, are we out of
1: time? wanted to, to get we
0: got about four minutes yeah,
1: before yeah, about four minutes we're just talking about the importance of trade shows and why do you think that other installers should, should come over here uh, uh, way uh more that, that was, we've been doing this to everyone. yeah
0: it's okay man. so chime in don't be shy
1: so, so I guess just start with introducing yourself hope you want to sit down right here real quick or, we have two minutes guys yep
0: yeah, we're running out but right, let's, let's Hi, I'm Reuben Potter with Floors by Southern Boys. You may know me from YouTube. Uh, have all kinds of how-to videos and such like that. Anyway, this stuff like this right here that they're doing is super
1: important. You get all kinds of hands-on knowledge and stuff like that. They're actually starting to get more and more
0: into doing teachings here. Uh, if you're not, if you don't do something, by all means, it's good just to just to come and get your fill of it. I just went through a. Uh, um,
1: resilient resilient. Class. a resilient class that I've never done before. I don't do resilient, but I always wanted to check it out and do
0: some inlays and stuff like that. So I had a chance here to go and get a little test with that. So you get to meet people. Uh, Learn new skills, meet exactly, some new people. You know, lots tons of body. Maybe, Maybe jump on a podcast sense. out of the blue. Yeah, somebody say, hey, come <laughs> in for a
1: minute and put you on a yeah. podcast. So. Ruben, we, we appreciate it, man. Thanks. I knew legs. we were running out of time. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Come join. Come join. All right, guys. Hey, guys, thanks. See you five. (laughs) See you five.